0: Hey guys, girls, season six, it's over. You should be crying right now, but we have to talk about it first.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion,
0: After Buzz
1: TV. And now, let the buzz begin.
0: <sighs> Sad music cute. I know. I feel like I should have did bass music, but it's just. The episode was like over and underwhelming at the same time. It was very, I don't know how to feel about that. Anywho, welcome to Girls Season 6, the last episode. My name is TK Trinad, and I have one guest. We'll explain where the rest are, but I have one guest, or one guest, sorry, one host joining me today.
1: Hi, my name is Mina Mahab, and you guys can find me on Instagram at MinaMakesMagic.
0: So we are missing two people, so we're missing Renee and Kia. Kia is in Coachella at the moment, so super jealous, and Renee just couldn't be here, so shout out to those guys. Make sure to hit them up on their Twitter accounts and all this good stuff. Say hello, how are you doing, all that good stuff. But let's get to the task at hand. Latching. Yeah. I I I think it was actually like a metaphor for stuff, but we'll get to the end of it. So what did you think of the episode on a whole?
1: On a whole, I was actually really surprised that they only focused on three characters, Mm -hmm. Laureen. Marnie and Hannah. Right. I was a little shocked. I thought that we would have some sort of resolution on what was going on with Hannah and the other characters. Um, You know, if Jessa and Hannah would still be in touch. Right. You know, we don't see her with Adam again because they, she already discussed that that wouldn't happen. I just felt like there's a lot of
0: unresolved, you know, things.
1: unresolved issues in a way but at the same time, like it's interesting how they did that five months thing like mm-hmm. you, you were saying before that they would do that. You called it. Um, Because it just shows kind of like how life moves on and now she's progressing into a completely different stage of life. Right. Which, you know, I guess it kind of makes sense that those are going to be the three people in her life right now.
0: Yeah, I kind of like I was the same way, felt like we should have revisited the other characters. But now thinking back to the episode before that, it's like you left off, you know, Jesse, Jessa and Adam, Mm -hmm. you know, they're either doing some type of relationship or some type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just like they're going off into their own lives, whether it's going to be together or not. So you can kind of have a tie a tie up of that. And, you know, Jessa and Hannah's relationship somewhat is kind of one of those things that might be that situation, you know, maybe once a year or mm-hmm. maybe every six months. It might be that relationship. Which where,
1: isn't necessarily bad. Right. You know, maybe that's good for the friendship. They even said something in this episode. You know, sometimes you have to just know when to let your friends right. go and... You know, you put your happiness first and that helps your friendship.
0: Yeah. And then shows, you know, she's out of the picture. However, I do think eventually she's going to come back. And it does leave for a very big opening as far as a movie. Right. So or um, I know I think Gilmore Gr- Girls did something like, you know, years down the line. Mm-hmm. They had a couple of episodes and I know 24 did that as well. So yeah. it leaves an opening for something. Definitely. And then, of course, Marnie. <laughs> so what do you think of the whole situation with Marnie?
1: I mean, it it makes sense that she always tries to find meaning in things and, you know, make her life meaningful by mm-hmm. being there for someone else. Uh, I think she would make an amazing mom, like, just seeing how she handled the situation with Hannah, Grover. how mature she was. Uh, the the thing is, it's, you still see that immaturity in right. her when she's like, I'm your best friend. Who else is here? Jessa isn't here. Adam's not here. You know, she's just counting down all the people who aren't there. And right. By process of elimination, she should be the token best friend to help out with the baby. So that's the part that felt a little immature to me. Right. But then the part where she knows how to be calm in the situation with raising the baby and when Hannah's going crazy, she's not making the situation worse. She's right. really just being that rock for Hannah. Mm-hmm. I was just I was a little shocked by that. I was like, wow, Marnie, like you know, she is a great friend.
0: Well, I, I The beginning part, that part, well, when she's in bed with Hannah and Hannah didn't realize she was there, that was kind of creepy. Latching. Right. Yeah, I kind of felt it was selfish. Like, I, I, I definitely appreciate what she did for Hannah, but the reasoning behind it was kind of selfish because she had no place to stay. She was at her mom. So she moved in with Hannah. She has a big house in her own room and her privacy to do all types of sexting and everything else that she was doing. Mm-hmm. So I think it was more of a... This situation right now with my mom is pretty crappy situation and, you know, let's admit it, at, at a certain age, you know, once you've been married and all this other stuff, the last thing you want to do is go to your parents' house. Mm-hmm. So if she's living with Hannah, then she still feels somewhat as, as an adult. Mm-hmm. So now she's helping Hannah take care of Grover and all this other stuff, but it's more for selfish reasons. It's just like, say if you meet somebody who's, you know, I don't know, 40 and mm-hmm. living, you know, not contributing to the household and they're just living off of their parents still. Kind of creepy. Mm -hmm. So I think the the reasoning behind it was selfish. However, I do think how she um, dealt with Grover and the whole situation and almost being um, the the yin to uh, Hannah's yang definitely played a part. Because she couldn't afford to be crazy because you have a life now that you're taking care Mm -hmm. of. So I definitely, I I think the initial stages were on the selfish side of things. But, you know, it is (laughs) what it is. So now we we fast forward like you said five five months later and now mm-hmm. hannah is with baby grover mm-hmm. i can't what do you think of that why did she why would she name him that
1: i i was trying to think is there something in, yeah. in previous episodes the
0: father wanted to name him grover
1: yeah that's what i was thinking i was yeah. like is that the name that
0: you yes. know joe that-
1: louis joe Louis yeah. something
0: yeah, Paul Louis. Paul Louis. Yeah, he
1: said I Grover would be a cool name. So why? I guess maybe down the line that could be where he got his name from, and and she Hannah can have that conversation. Like your dad wanted to name you this, but right. he decided to stay uninvolved. Like that, whatever that conversation. I know
0: that's going to be an interesting up. conversation. But it's like
1: why would you name him after? I don't know. Well, I guess that's the con- contribution.
0: Maybe there is a place. real Grover out there. I mean the character had to come from somewhere so Mm -hmm. it is it is what it is so we fast forward hannah is now with child she's the the first um scene where she's with the doctor i actually thought she finally got it Mm -hmm. like she's become a mom she's you know she's kind of taken the whole adult responsibility and she's good to go Mm -hmm. but then you like Look at her and Marnie's situation and how they interact as a like as a, like, almost like a couple of some sort. It's like, oh, in this particular um, scene of her life, like she hasn't gotten it. And I don't know if she didn't get it because Marnie was almost like her crutch and she was allowed to, you know, like go all over the place, like do mm-hmm. outbursts or I don't know. It just felt like, OK, the baby's here now. Mm-hmm. You can't afford to. Like there was a comment where she like slept for 13 hours. And
1: yeah.
0: You can't afford to do that. Yeah. So I don't know, like, do you think Marnie was a, a crutch for her and would have been better off if she did it on her own and Marnie didn't enter the picture? Or
1: I think she almost needed the crutch mm-hmm. in, in the beginning just to, like, so that she wouldn't entirely freak out. She could still have that gradual transition from typical Hannah, who's, mm-hmm. like, super neurotic and, you know, blames everyone and gets, like, super annoying about these things and doesn't take responsibility, mm-hmm. to the Hannah, you know the on her way to self-actualization, Hannah, which we kind of see at the end where she finally, you know, slowly starts taking responsibility once she sees that girl in the streets who's acting like a little brat.
0: But I don't know. I kind of feel like, yeah, that's a good way. I mean, she's lucky that she, in that way, that's she's lucky that she actually had Marnie to mm-hmm. be there for her. Right. But on the flip side, and of course, then there wouldn't be an episode. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, Marnie wasn't there. Like you have one or two choices. Like you, you, you can't afford to sleep for thirteen yeah, hours. Yeah, you, like you can't. You can't do all that stuff. It's like either you know, pick up Grover and deal with it, or give him away. Like right. You, you.
1: It's almost like this pool analogy. Like some people get into a swimming pool by just being pushed in, and then that's how they learn how to swim. Right. Versus the other people who they they go in the stairs, little by little, put their toes in the water, see that it's freezing, get out, go back in, get out, then finally like slowly get back in. And it's a more painful process than just being thrown in there and like learning how to swim. Right.
0: Him. Almost like ripping but the band aid off, too. Yeah.
1: It's, it's a little bit like that. And I feel like you get the same result in both instances, but one makes you mature quicker. Mm-hmm. And the other makes you rely on all sorts of all different ways to procrastinate or avoid doing what you know you ultimately have to do, right. what you ultimately signed up for. So I think that. You know, either way, the job would have gotten done. You know, she decided she made her decision that she would not give the baby up for adoption. I think it's awesome that Marnie was there as that crutch to help out Mm -hmm. initially. And it helped Hannah ease into it as opposed to feeling completely abandoned with no one there for
0: her. It's almost like the the situations I know a lot of people like their moms come and help them. So I guess it's like the same situation. You kind of need that, you know, moment to figure out like, oh, crap. This is not what I thought. And what I really liked about this episode, because when you see, like, other pregnancies or, you know, people who have babies on TV, it's like, oh, the baby, oh, they spit up. And then you, like, you know, wipe them and all this other stuff. And it's, like, simple. Mm -hmm. But the fact that Hannah's talking about her vajayjay and all these other symptoms and I don't want to call them ailments, but all these other things that are going on in her body and that she's still bleeding, which is, like,
1: okay. Okay.
0: But the fact she's talking about it, it's so real compared mm-hmm. to you I can't remember the last time on a television show I've actually heard like a mother talk about something like that,
1: yeah, same,
0: so it's just like, oh, I didn't want to hear that, nor did I want to see all that, she but I see
1: the less glamorous sides of being a mom without that you know caricature of like, oh, being a mom is difficult, oh right. my gosh, it's it did feel very raw,
0: yeah, especially even the swaddling part with her and Marnie mm-hmm. like i how do you think? So we so we did see Marnie in her character and it seems like she's eventually going to move on sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Where do you think Marnie is going to end up? End up.
1: That's so difficult. Uh, it was so interesting when she said, you know, maybe I'll just go to law school because I like rules. So she's that type of person that likes structure. Right. She likes things that are cut and dry because she does have that obsessiveness where mm-hmm. she doesn't like the, the room for in-between. But... I feel like she's someone who kind of just jumps into anything because she needs some sort of structure. validation or structure. Mm-hmm. And she she hasn't really, like, sat down with herself to figure out what she wants. It's almost about getting validation from other people. And I think once she learns to move away from that, mm-hmm. like, really just listen to her inner voice and not worry about what her parents, uh, what her mom says is good for her, what her friends say is good for her, or what looks good on paper or what looks good... And cool in front of everyone else. Once she, like, really chooses what makes her happy, Mm -hmm. it'll be a life-changing decision for her. Because she even said, you know, why, like, something along the lines of, why does my happiness matter? Or, you know, I had to be there for Hannah. Well, you have to be there for yourself first. And it's funny because she is a selfish character Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. She's narcissistic. But there is this weird thing where even though she's selfish, she's selfish in the wrong ways and the ways that she needs to be selfish mm-hmm. she isn't right so be selfish in the ways that help you develop and grow don't be selfish in the ways that are just annoying and insulting and right. you know obnoxious i don't know i
0: i i see her as a character that's still like not gonna get it if this movie or this tv show or something eventually comes out and we see all these characters later on like i see her as always in theory like it's almost like the those people who always say that you have um the potential Mm -hmm. it's like you have all these you have all these things for the potential to be great Mm -hmm. but you just never use them and i think in theory she has all these like you know she she came from a good family she has the education Mm -hmm. she has the drive but then she stops like right before she can actually get somewhere so like law school would be a great idea but then she realizes oh that she has to take the lsats and that's you know, mm-hmm. studying and that LSAT. I've taken the LSAT. It's yeah. not a good look. It's, it's a lot
1: of dedication. Yeah. And even after the LSAT, once you go through law school, even yeah. when you finish, you have to take the bar. Yeah. So it's a huge commitment. Yeah.
0: So I don't know if she's ready for especially through a long period yeah. of time. And like, it's,
1: it's actually the one grad school that has the highest suicide rate out of all grad schools. Oh,
0: I, I believe it. Yeah. It's, it's not... I think the first year you're not allowed to you're not you're not not allowed to work, but because it's so intense, they just recommend like there's no way you can actually do that mm-hmm. and work at the same time. Yeah, so it's very difficult. I don't see that happening f- for Martin. Like it's just she's such a interesting character because it's just like like you were saying she's definitely mm-hmm. a giving person, and then she has that selfish streak, and I don't know if she'll ever kind of get to that point where she realizes to kind of put everything into perspective and actually use the talents that she has to get Mm -hmm. further.
1: I think that it's one of those things where if she has something traumatic happen to her, I mean, God forbid, but if she has something where she loses someone she really loves or something crazy happens to her, Mm -hmm. then she'll have, like, this epiphany where she's like, you know what, life is too fragile, life is too important, I need to stop the BS, I -hmm. have to, like, really hone in on what makes me happy because there's no point to this if I don't do what's fulfilling for me. Right.
0: And she had, like, a semi-decent singing career that she could actually done did something with it, so I just I I don't get the fact that she's living, like, in her mom's basement, which is fine. That's a good starting point. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, all right, start from scratch. But she had the connection. She was touring. Like, she was doing things, and you know, um, Desi was great and not not belittling the fact that he was just playing guitar, because he was playing the guitar and singing, but like, she had a great voice. Mm-hmm. So I just don't understand why she didn't try to at least pursue that. It's like the moment he was out of the relationship, mm-hmm. you, she can no longer kind of go for, for that dream.
1: It all comes back to self-worth because if you remember back in earlier episodes, even though she has a great singing voice, remember when she was sitting down with Ray and Ray was like, what do you want to do? Right. And she's like sing and he's like then just do it and right. then she gives him a sample and he's like well not right now i mean like do it later exactly and he's like wow you can sing so it's like she feeds off of the validation of other people and she needs people to tell her how good she is as opposed to her just doing it on her own mm-hmm. not needing the validation of other people and just finding out for herself what she's good at based on what's working and what isn't working she always needs a partner. I mean, even when Desi wasn't there, it was her mom that filled in. She doesn't need anyone. She just needs to do it solo.
0: Well, I don't think that's going to happen. So much so that she calls Lorene.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that, that's
1: different. That's not fair. That's, that's not fair to say that. I mean, I know she signed up for this. I know she said that she'd be there for the baby. But it's still not her job, even though she signed up for it. I think Hannah does need the mom there. I don't think there was anything wrong with her doing
0: that. I think I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. But I just think how it was done, like she signed up for it and it would have been a good idea, like if I signed up for that situation, it'd be like, Well, your your mom's retired, you know, this you know, even though I might be your main help, like why like
1: talk it out first before just it, surprising talk, her. Yeah,
0: talk it out first, like hey, we should have your mom come down. And I think Hannah did mention that her mom was there and then she complained about something, so you know, she didn't necessarily want her long term. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like uh Lorene is Lorraine. Is that I'm saying right. Maureen. Yeah, she's like the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. She's kind of been through everything and she's, you know, she's now, she doesn't seem as suicidal as she was last time. Mm-hmm. Remember with her and Elijah? Yeah. And the whole situation. Although she's,
1: Hannah did bring up that sensitive topic again.
0: Right. But. It's like somebody brings up a sensitive to- topic and hits you below the belt, but you can handle it. Mm-hmm. It's like she kind of took it as like, okay, I, I get it. I'm going to give you a pass because you're going through some stuff. And I just, you know, gave you some stuff that you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. So I, I get that. But I think she. it seems like she's in a, such a better position where it's just like she's fine. Mm-hmm. She's fine with her life now. And she seems like she's very happy about it. Like even when she caught, <laughs> caught Marnie, what was the, what was it? Did she say did she say beating off? Yeah. I think she did say beating off. She
1: said it doesn't count as masturbating if right. you're video chatting. Right. So she so.
0: catches Marnie and it's like she she was kind of almost hip to, hip to that whole dynamic of, okay, well, now I'm <laughs> single and this is, you know, what we do. And there's, you know, sexting and there's internet dating and all this other stuff. She mm-hmm. seemed very non... Um, Phased by it Mm -hmm. So I don't know I just She
1: made it She definitely made it Less awkward By being that way Right As opposed to her Just like Not addressing it at all And being like Well no
0: (laughs) And then the thing too Is what I noticed Is there was no locks Or she's not locking Her door Marnie like there's two times where she was doing the sex thing and she was kind of like looking at herself taking the pictures and Hannah walks in with Grover Mm -hmm. or no Hannah walks in and completes yeah she 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 was was
1: doing the sexy bikini selfie thing
0: right and then there's another time where she's doing the do with the personal trainer on video chat and then Lorraine just walks in like
1: but do these people not knock? Come on now. Well,
0: forget about like knocking, I agree. Yeah. But knocking and then also having an uh, additional safeguard, especially doing something like that as far as <laughs> locking your door, it yeah. just...
1: Maybe there's no lock on there.
0: That's just... Well, I mean, in certain in certain areas, I know, like, if it's like more like the suburb type areas, mm-hmm. locks are not really... Yeah,
1: I don't have a lock on my door. Oh,
0: no. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. No,
1: I don't care. <laughs>
0: just feels... I, don't, I like knowing it's there. I don't use it by, like, kind of... You know, just in case. Um, so there's, there's that whole situation. So, what do you think, uh, everything that Lorraine said to Hannah, how do you think? Do you think it was right of her? Do you think she was in the right direction? Or what did you think? What were your thoughts on that?
1: I loved it. I thought, yeah, I'd tell her that because she was saying this isn't a mistake. You can just delete, you can't erase a text message, you can't block someone's phone number. Mm-hmm. You signed up for this, and this is a decision that you will live with for the rest of your life. It's true. If you decide to have a baby, hey, like, when you have the baby, you you chose to have that baby. Mm-hmm. Like, it is your responsibility to take care of that kid now. And it is totally unfair to bring a kid into the world and then abandon it, abandon him or her just because it's too difficult. Right. You know, this was your decision. You live with that choice. Unfortunately, it's a choice that, you know, you live with for 18 years or more. Or
0: more. Nowadays, it's yes. more.
1: yes. Or maybe
0: forty years ago. Oh now. my gosh. Um, yeah, I feel like again, like I was saying with um Hannah, they show all these things that like happen to your body and stuff like that. I I feel like if certain episodes or certain shows, like more shows were more on the, the realer side of things, or at mm-hmm. least you see more shows on that line, you know, I, I don't I don't think it's gonna dissuade people from having kids, but be more realistic on the possibilities like this is potentially gonna happen and you know all the other things that I didn't know of until like friends of mine started having kids I'm like oh Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be, you know, pretty. Yeah. No one ever
1: tells you. I feel like you don't know until you experience it. Right. Because you can read all these manuals. Like, Marnie is so type A, where she's like, I'm reading everything right now. I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying. Did you
0: envelope the...
1: <laughs> envelope, actually. Yes. En- envelope. Envelope. the proper way. Oh,
0: my gosh. Um,
1: but there are certain things. Like, yeah, I think it's great to read these books. I think it's important. But you don't really know until you do it physically.
0: Right. So. I don't know. It's just, um... Oh this it, it was a, it How was did
1: you feel a, about the episode overall?
0: I I think it left a lot of room for something later to come come in Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of one of those situations where and I was kind of hoping that would happen I didn't want the you know those classic episodes or those classic series finales where you know everything is tied up and you see these characters you know in the in the coffee house with the baby bouncing on you know on the knee and everybody's happy and smiling and you know drinking coffee or something like that Mm -hmm. like I liked that it was it was very real Like this whole, this whole situation seemed very, very real to me. Like you were looking into, you know, a friend or whatever, their whole situation. Like, you know, she's a single mom. Okay. Her friend decided to help her, but you know, her friend has all this other stuff going on and, um, you know, you might not talk to your friends. Like, it's just your your, your former friends. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have friends from elementary school that you m- may or, you know, see with the with the whole advent of Facebook and everything. And you kind of, right. you can see what they're doing. But do you talk to them as often as you do? Probably not. Right. And those could have been the friends that you talk to almost every day. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with, you know, college and high school and all this other stuff. So it was very real and not.
1: I guess it was just weird that it, it was a five month difference that caused us to not see all of these relationships unfold. Right. I don't know. I guess that was the weird thing, is, like, does five months make a huge difference in terms of your relationships with people? Can everything change in five months?
0: Everything can change in a month. Change Mm -hmm. a job or change your schedule. Like, for instance, my schedule has changed... Um, drastically as far as different opportunities I'm taking advantage of and a friend that I used to speak to every day around 4 o'clock I can no longer do that sometimes it's not every day as it's not every day because I'm doing other things mm-hmm. and you know that friendship hasn't changed it's just or the friendship the base of the friendship hasn't changed, but the dynamic of our friendship at the moment has. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's more of understanding, like, okay, this is... It's not like you're not answering the phone. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm legitimately doing something else. Mm-hmm. And if I can call you at a time... Because he goes to bed at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. If I can call you at a time that I, you know, that I know you're up, then I'll call you back. Mm-hmm. But it's a very... There's an understanding there. And I think things, you know, change stuff. People... Some people understand, and then some people move on. So, like, I feel like if Hannah told Marnie she didn't want her help, Mm -hmm. that might have been a real, um, that would have destroyed their friendship. Mm -hmm. So it was like Hannah was almost forced to, I think Hannah, Hannah realized that she might need help, but she's also like, okay, like, this is more for you than me. Yeah. And then after yeah, she had it, the baby... Yeah, it
1: actually didn't feel that way. Yeah. Yeah, you're right.
0: And then after she had the baby, then it was, like, more for her. So, you know, and then it almost became like they morphed into some type of, like, old couple <laughs> at one point. <laughs> they
1: totally seemed yeah. like they were together. They yeah. They totally seemed like that. I guess there was a scene in, or, like, a quote in Sex and the City that said you know your your best friends or your soulmates and guys are there just to have fun with so that's what it felt like like Marnie was Hannah's soulmate for a little bit
0: yeah i i don't know and it's i almost felt like with the cop just like just to spin things even more it's like the cop will eventually be like Hannah's like boyfriend mm. like if they if they were to like fast forward and i didn't know if they were going to include this and obviously they didn't but it's almost like okay the guy who followed her home to make sure she was safe would turn out turns out to be the guy who you know makes sure she's safe for the rest of her life mm-hmm. it could be one of those two, like I, I almost have a feeling the cop is going to play a bigger part but again
1: I felt like it was just a random it
0: could be random random
1: role I just mean, like I, the, the girl she saw on the street. do we really think we're going to see that girl again
0: yeah definitely not her that was a very and the girl that it's girl weird. didn't seem like she was a teenager one so it's <laughs> kind of it kind of
1: she seemed like a college student, Yeah, right? she seemed like a college like student. freshman in college. Exactly. Situation. Like, she
0: was, like, you know, because she's teaching in college. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm assuming Hannah was, yeah. it's not, not a prep school. So, she's teaching in college. So, I'm assuming this girl, she looked like she was of college age, you know, a problem with a fraternity or a boyfriend or something. That's what I
1: thought. Right.
0: And then she's, like, she's in high school. And I'm, like, what? I'm yeah. Very confused. I was,
1: I was so confused. And her, like, taking off her pants. It was just, it was a very Hannah move.
0: That was a very Hannah move. It was
1: very, yeah. I like
0: that. Yeah. And then, of course, the the I almost the realization of okay, there's this kid, <laughs> supposed kid, complaining about not doing their homework, mm-hmm. and then realizing like she was a kid and is complaining about not raising her kid, so mm-hmm. she needs to just start raising her kid. Yeah, which
1: and I, I love how it's the child that gave her perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the girls has this trend of you know we always they always get these. You know, shocking realizations from the most random people. Right. Whether it's the person at the gas station mm-hmm. giving advice to you know whoever, or I don't know, it's just so weird how they always do that. It's always the characters that we think are irrelevant that right. become the most relevant to their growth.
0: Yeah, I think that's it's. I think it's within everyday life. It's like one of those things where um, I was talking to somebody about this. It's like you have to remain awake. Mm-hmm. It's like you you walk in and you ask somebody for instance where the bathroom is mm-hmm. when there's a big sign literally directly in front of you and i'm guilty of it too i do
1: that yeah too.
0: <laughs> literally directly in front of you pointing to where the bathroom is but you decide to instead of doing that and actually like you know looking at your surroundings you, you instead of doing that you ask the nearest person who might not even work there you're just assuming mm-hmm. you know where the restroom is it's like we you know we get into this 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 way of life where you know you're just walking with your eyes closed and all these little situations if you decide to You know wake up or you know actually take stock in everyday life you Mm -hmm. know the hours and the minutes and all these little things you can see like you know situations between two dogs how that's going or you know this you know a bus or all these little things you can kind of see and apply that to your life Mm -hmm. and then some people are able to do that sometimes they wake up and see see it and sometimes they never do and you know they're like a Marnie situation where she's just in her like I don't think I don't know she'll ever escape her own world Marnie yeah I mean, I don't know. I feel I, I <laughs> know people like her that they're the luxury, they, and the the funny thing is, like the almost the luxury of not not having to. Like it's like okay, she's, I can. it's
1: not like she's set for life, you know, in Who financially. Knows? I don't think she is. I think she's gonna have to find her own way and. I don't think she's going to rely on someone else to do it. I okay. think that's how she's going to grow. She's going to find her own path. Hopefully. It's going to be a very interesting wake-up call. But just seeing how she handled the baby situation, I do see some maturity in there, and I do feel like there are better things to come from Marnie. Oh,
0: um,
1: I do. Mm. But I also like to see the good in people. So I mean, I like <laughs> uh, to see the good like in people, to too. I like to focus on that and you know, <laughs> hope, for, hope the for the best. Yes, exactly. I like to
0: see the good in people, too, but it's just like you also see... It's like almost expecting somebody, I don't know if this is a good good scenario, but it's almost like expecting somebody to do something that you've told them to do a billion times mm-hmm. and just like they just never, they just never do it. And it's like, do you get upset the fact that they never do it or do you just accept them for who they are? And it's kind of yeah, like... Yeah,
1: there's both. It's like a push and pull. Yeah.
0: So it's kind of like with Marnie, it's like I almost, it almost seems like her mom... In, in a longer situation or a situation from now, her mom will like just accept who she is. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it might be almost like a co-roommate type situation yeah. or, you know, maybe she will st- end up with stay with Hannah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, from the looks of it, Hannah's place is pretty big. Yeah. So it, she can probably afford more real estate over there. Exactly. So she, she might end up staying there and her and Hannah might actually find a balance where they could both co-parent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it could be one of those situations, too. It just leaves so many possibilities.
1: Yeah. And I I know that humans are creatures of habit and you can almost predict some sort of outcome if someone's been repeating the same patterns. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I've been trying to take a new approach to life where, you know, you don't want to be tethered by your past. You want to think that, yeah, everything that has happened has made you who you are today. But at the same time, you're not tied to that past Mm -hmm. and you can be whoever you want to be starting right now. And I feel like...
0: She feels like an Oprah quote.
1: (laughs) I feel like... I love Oprah. She she does say something like that where she's like, anything that's ever happened to you has happened for you. Right. And I love that quote. I think it's great. Um, But I feel like you you can choose whoever you want to be right now in the current moment. You just have to have that mindset. Right. You know, I want to be this way. Okay. Take the steps you need to become that person.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's Let's do it. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's just like the... This is the difference between people who actually make it and people who don't. It's like you decide to take the step to become a new person and then you take the first step and you might take the, like, the third step and then you realize, oh, this is too hard right. and you revert back. It's almost pushing through that, that barrier. So mm-hmm. I do hope the best for Marnie. Like, I feel like it's almost like I'm, she's a real character. She's a real person. Yeah. I do hope the best for Marnie, but, you know, it's, it's everybody can't make it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. No, we'll we'll see what happens. So what do you think where do you think Hannah will end up? I guess we should do like should predictions? We do Predictions?
1: I guess, but how when are we going to find out?
0: I don't know. Well, In it's documented, movie? so why not? Yeah. So predictions? Yeah, let's do predictions. Ooh. And now
1: you're After Buzz TV <laughs> predictions.
0: So, where do you think Hannah will end up?
1: Where do you think she's going to end up? I feel like she's on the track of, you know, just being a mom. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a job in and of itself. And she's going to probably become a professor. I feel like because she's teaching at the college level, mm-hmm. maybe after some time when she's gotten some tenure, she'll mm-hmm. be an irreplaceable source of wisdom at whatever university she's going to be at.
0: An irreplaceable source of wisdom. I love yeah.
1: It. I don't know. I, I can definitely see that. Um, now that she has a child mm-hmm. it's going to be really difficult for her to work and take care of the kids, so I think this is where writing will come in right because when I think about it, you know all the best writers j k Rowling you know had a bunch of or not a bunch of kids, but she was a single mom, mm-hmm. and she would still raise her kid but also write the Harry Potter series right and I kind of see that with Hannah's character. You know, since she does have a lot of downtime, maybe that baby is going to be a source of inspiration for a whole new set of vignettes or life stories or right. advice to moms. Something that's not super cliche because she does have a more unique take right, on things. Right, a little different outlook. That's not so self helpish, but yeah. more autobiographical. So I could see Hannah doing something like that. Yeah, for sure.
0: I definitely, I, I definitely see the writing part, the professor part. I'm not so sure about because she doesn't seem like the type that. Um, she she likes it seems like she likes variety Mm -hmm. and even if she it just seems like the even the stories of the last season i mean if you could put your life into seasons the stories of like the last season she can write in a book Mm -hmm. and then you know she does have a different outlook so it feels like you know the the job that she has now is good for now it gives her the medical it gives her all those little like that little cushion Mm -hmm. and especially if from this moment on she's she remains an adult Mm-hmm. And takes care of Grover It seems like You know she, She'll be able to Kind of put that book together right. And you know Once the book gets going And people realize How much of a talent she is She doesn't really need That job per se mm-hmm. So you know When she gets kind of On her field As, as a writer Then she doesn't need to teach. She can travel with Grover and teach him and all this other things. So right. I definitely I see more of that, more of a, a gypsy type lifestyle. Like there's always going to be a home base, mm-hmm. but she's going to you know she's go to be a wanderer. Parts. Yeah, I mean it. It just seems like that. Like she, you know, you you go out somewhere, you learn, and then you come back.
1: What do you think her dynamic is going to be like with her kid? Because I'm trying to envision the type of mom she'll be and what type of relationship she'll have, especially since I think it's interesting that the kid's a son because she made a comment in last episode, like, I don't want him to go around raping people or something like that because I do feel like it's very difficult to raise boys. You have to worry about so many more things than when you raise a girl. I I feel like that. I mean, I know I'd rather have a daughter than a son. I do feel like... Boys can
0: be a handful. I don't even think it's a boy girl thing. I think it's a personality thing. Mm -hmm. Like everybody has, everybody comes out the womb with a certain type of personality, and then obviously our experiences shape us into a certain way. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I I see Hannah almost like how. um, Oh my gosh, I forgot Adam's sister's name. Oh, sample. Like yeah. almost on that level of how she's how they're raising sample, but not that hippie. Mm-hmm. Like very, you know, she's very brutally honest with him. Like she's going to have the sex talk with him. There's not going to be any like, oh, you know, she obviously there'll be a Santa Claus to some some sense, but not the whole fairy tale, and not necessarily a crash and burn type type of reality too. Mm-hmm. But I see her as. Um, that will be the kid that's going to be cussing, but not in a bad way, mm-hmm. like just in conversation. Like I have friends who's there. They just cuss in front of their parents because mm-hmm. their parents cuss in front of them. And that's completely fine. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like she's going to have a very open relationship, especially if it's just the two of them for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So I, I think she's going to, you know, get the hold of it, especially now that she's latching again. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's the right terminology. I'm not not a mom, but especially since she's doing that. So, yeah, you know, I, I you know, I, that she, did, she did
1: breastfeed right after taking the sip of wine
0: yeah i what? don't know what
1: was that i was like you can't and i was like am i crazy or because i remember asking i was like yeah. you
0: can't you can't breastfeed I, after drinking right i think so but again i'm not a mom i that's why i think and i I'm, it ruins your breast milk you can't do that yeah it spoils it well there you have it there's the one mistake <laughs> or maybe she just had a sip, and that's not too bad. Because I've had friends where they say they say that you're not allowed to drink wine throughout the pregnancy, yeah. but you're allowed sips in here, here and there. But how would so. you
1: risk it? Uh.
0: Well, I mean, Grover is fictitious, so he'll be he'll be fine. <laughs> hopefully. I mean that would be another story, like eighteen years later and he is raping people. Oh oh that's yeah. not even funny. That's that would so, be, dark. That would that's so dark. That'd be another whole notes. So dark. i would be like doing almost like you know how Power Rangers had the like the dark side of Power Rangers. I don't know if you saw it. No, it came I out didn't like a year ago. It's not it's just like a little vignette, but it's like the dark side mm-hmm. of Power Rangers and it was a whole separate thing. But anyways, I'm going off on a tangent. Yeah. But um I just wanna shout out I'm sorry guys, I couldn't you know, it was just the two of us so I was trying to, you know, look at the live chat, but I'm sorry I wasn't able to talk to any of you guys but I appreciate your comments. So um Nasi N- Sam, I can't pronounce your name but thank you for chiming in. Um Puppy Breath. I think it was just a just, yeah, thank you guys for uh kind of giving us your opinions. Uh does Hannah have a does Hannah have a masters? No, she doesn't have a have a masters. I don't think so.
1: She did go to the Iowa writing program she but finish. she didn't finish it. Yeah. So no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't have Almost. A master's. Halfway through. Yeah,
0: give me shelter. Ask that, that question. Um, any so, yeah. Other,
1: any other questions or opinions um, that
0: are... Somebody said they like my worry. necklace, so I appreciate that, too. <laughs> um, the situation with the girls are weird. She should move on or she was a doormat to them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, do you think Shosh has moved on? That's a good question.
1: Uh, I, do I, I think Shosh has moved on? Ugh. I think so. Yes and no. I think she's moved on, but she'd still be open to reuniting.
0: I think once she's been happy for a while, like say this husband situation, the marriage works out, and she either, either becomes a mom or she finds herself, mm-hmm. she's gonna realize she's gonna at least try to reach out. Mm-hmm. She might, she might try to reach out and see how it goes. And if Hannah's receptive, then you know it might, you know they might get back into that relationship. But I think shows has to get into the, you know, you almost get into that sweet spot of life where there's a moment in time where everything is going well and then, Mm -hmm. you know, life is not always like that, but you get into that sweet spot and then you see things like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I should do that. Mm-hmm. Or I should contact this person. Or I should should do that. So you know, I, I think she's gonna get to that that point. Maybe after the marriage or after the honeymoon. And I can you know, see that. Yeah, she'll feel yeah. like great about everything. I don't think
1: her marriage is gonna last though. Oh. Not not in a bad way. It's just remember she said that she had met him. It, it had been like what, like a couple of weeks, and yeah. they were moving super fast. Yeah, they're getting engaged. I feel like. Maybe it's just me. I feel like you kind of... It takes longer than that.
0: Oh, it depends on the person. I know people who um, met on Tinder, and within a year, they were married. That's
1: crazy. Is it one of those when you know, you know things?
0: Yeah, I think when you you kind of, you know, what... I think this is a, might be an oprah thing or whatever it's like you know you know what you you know what you like mm-hmm. and then you also know whether or not you can take that person's baggage it's a very realistic adult way of looking at things like you look mm-hmm. at this person you're like okay these are all the negatives that this person like you take off the rose colored glasses like can i handle this mm-hmm. because it's just gonna get more annoying as life pro- progresses right. so can i handle this little thing that might seem small now in a snowball effect and if you say yes then you just kind of go on
1: show yeah. your love with that person for the rest of your life there you go and know that
0: eventually <laughs> you might hate them for a moment but it'll go back to love yeah so, we'll see but thank you guys so much for uh, hopping in the last I can't believe like I almost expect there to be another season
1: I know I don't I don't like that at least we know that Elijah's on a good track
0: right you know yeah. he, he
1: made it in, in his white man can't white jump white man can't jump thing yeah we know that Ray's on a good track yes seems a lot happier mm-hmm. he got the confidence to interview some people and yeah you know, he's still a manager has, or
0: supervisor or whatever. No, I think he he owns a store. Owner. Yeah, he's yes. the owner. And then owner. he's also the um, politician or that yeah. city council. Yeah. And then he has a woman who's going to push him. Yeah. So, I, I love mean, it. she's going to push him into marriage. So that's just yeah. clearly he's not the boss of that situation. So, but that's probably what he needs.
1: I'm hoping Jessa, you know, gets back on a better track because she, we last saw her saying that, uh, she couldn't help people. Right. She couldn't be a therapist. Yeah. Because I guess she couldn't help herself or wasn't in the right s- mindset for that. Right. I'm really glad they had that cathartic is- experience in the last episode. Right. So maybe now
0: she can s- move on and do something. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe Adam too. Now that him and Anna, ha- him and Hannah had that closure, that mm-hmm. Adam will now be able to actually give one percent of himself to Jessa if yeah. that relationship continues. I don't-
1: I can see both ways. Like, yeah. I could see him being happy with Jessa. I could also see them being Fun apart ways. so that they could self actualize right. and do exactly what they need to do, maybe come back t- together at a later time. But I kind of see them separate because I think it would help them more yeah. if, if they weren't together. I don't know. But I don't know. know. Hoping for the best. <laughs> uh,
0: we'll we'll see. I'm hoping for a movie or some type of show. I think I think she left it. They left it off at a really good point where there is a very big chance of a movie. Like there's so many so many avenues. Like I've said before. But uh, thank you guys for hopping on the live chat with us. Um, other than that, where can they find you, Miss Mina?
1: You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic.
0: And you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Snapchat, <laughs> whatever. I'm, I'm there.
1: Oh, and don't forget to follow Nakia Monet at Kiki Boom Boom.
0: Kiki Boom Boom.
1: And Renee Ariel
0: at Renee Ariel on Instagram. So, yeah, definitely shout them out. Give them qu- quizzes why they weren't here. But, you know, <laughs> that's it. We definitely love to ho- all of them. Hope they're safe and they get back safe and all that good stuff. But that's it for us forever
1: that's a really sad ending <laughs> but no we had a lot of fun with this girls channel yes. and i can't wait for whatever reunion they're gonna have yes. later on
0: maybe she have like a girls girls a girls after buzz reunion anyways that's a whole nother story. that would
1: be amazing
0: <laughs> thanks guys for tuning in make sure to leave all your comments all that stuff we still will be reading them and um anything put on itunes five stars or above because there's only five stars but other than that we will catch you guys later ciao bye guys